Hey there, Friday Night Movie family. This is a very special South by Southwest edition of the podcast. We will be in Austin on the ground at the Wonder House, which is being put on by the amazing folks at the University of Arizona. It's taking place at Cafe Blue, downtown Austin, March 11th through 14th. We'll be there every day from about noon to five, recording the show with amazing filmmakers and actors and creators. But as usual, we also invite audience members to come up and be on the show and we'll definitely have some amazing swag to give away so make sure to follow us at friday night movie on all of the socials and come and see us at the wonder house in austin to a red hot edition of the Friday Night Movie Podcast because we are here with music legend, one of the greatest bass players ever to hold the instrument, one of the co-founders of one of my favorite bands and one of the most influential bands of all time, Fishbone. We have with us Mr. Norwood Fisher. Norwood, we, Becky and I are welcoming you to the Friday Night Movie family right now. All right. Well, thanks for having me. I'm, you know, I'm coming over for... Uh... Salmon and and green beans and, and broccoli and well, our our mom's our, our mom's Cuban and so she can she can make you she some great arroz some, con pollo if you want some platanos and frijoles. I'm a I'm a pescatarian. Oh, but, you're a pescatarian. You know, we'll, work okay. we'll work around it. We'll work around okay. it. Okay, <laughs> all right. That's cool. That's cool. Um, so you know we're we're a show that's based on siblings and Fishbone started with siblings. So you know yes. we want we want to be the fish and you know, the fish in Norwood, a podcast. <laughs> right on. You know, it's, so, it's, it's, it's a beautiful, special thing when, you know, siblings can, can hold it down and express art and create, you know. It, it, it is an amazing thing having uh, your create a creative partner be my, my little sisters. It's, it's yeah. the coolest, it's the coolest thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so Fishbone going for 43 years. And I know that because Fishbone's as old as I am. Um, 43, 44 years, 79. Um, isn't that I'll technically? tell you what, yeah, maybe more like 44 in in like from the first time we played music together. Wow. Right? All six of the original members that, in a room together. We weren't called Fishbone at that time, but Really, what we'll be celebrating right now is uh, 40 years professional. The first time we got paid. That's what we do. So 40 years, May 21st, 1983. Madam Wong's Chinatown. At the end of the night, Esther Wong gave me $25. (laughs) Gotta that, start somewhere. I mean, you know, I mean, that's, that's big. Forty years ago. Yeah, <laughs> not nothing. So, if we flash forward forty years, Fishbone just released a killer new track. All we have is now that has a beautiful, playful, joyful video. At least that's my interpretation of the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It immediately hearing it the first time, I feel like this is an anthem. Like this is a song we're going to be playing over and over again. I want to 
I don't know. It made me want to get up and dance. And this is my little sister who's skeptical of my musical taste. (laughs) I'm not skeptical, but as a young child, he made me listen to a lot of Jethro Tull. And that is, that scars you, you know? Yeah. I got it. I I want it. I actually, I dig me some Jethro Tull. A lot of Jethro Tull, you know. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm about to put together like Aqualong through, through a funk lens. That's so, I think Jethro Tull is kind of funny no matter what. You, you jumped to my last question. My last question was, I saw the Hendrix show live at, in Wolf Trap, which was okay. in Virginia, yeah. which was incredible. You've done the Bowie shows, which I didn't get to see. And yeah. I was going to ask, what's what's next? Because I'm just going to get on a plane and and go. Yeah, to- you want to you want to see this. This is my, my side project, Trulio Disgracious, is what I planned. It could turn into something else, but... I plan on doing it through Trulio Disgracious and like Aqualung album. Oh yeah. Is funky as all get out to me. Cross-eyed Mary, that groove yeah, Cross-eyed bro. Mary. I'm I wanna I wanna do it. And you know, like it's, it's I like the questions that are posed in the concept of the album. Oh yeah, the questions about God and religion yeah. and society. I, I like that. That's, I mean, one of the greatest albums ever made. Oh man, yeah. you guys would crush him forty three. Oh yeah, like it's going, it's going down. I'm, I'll, I'll be going there, but yeah, oh. I'm, wor- I'm working on things like conceptual, you know, like, like a conceptual, like you know, this is like I'm, I'm in it. I don't even know what year that album came out in like uh, 71, I think. 71 okay. or 72. Seven no. 70, yeah, right. 71. But I'm in I'm in a 1973 bag right now. So expect like some very special 1973 experiences. And I'm I'm I got a 1970, 71, 72 explorations as well. Like I'm personally revisiting like my foundations that's incredible and forcing other people to go there with me that's great i you know i always hear and this i'm just going on a tangent here i always hear a little bit of rush sometimes in your music which is later than later 70s sometimes i hear like this confluence between like i imagine a world where like you and neil pert jet jam together you know so the unfortunate thing that never happened but you know, I live vicariously through my brother Les Claypool. And, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> his you know, his Rush show was incredible. Farewell. Oh uh, yeah, man. I mean, no one could do it better, right? Like it's like there's the right guys executing that thing. But so, you know, in the year that Fishbone all first got together, I was I you know ninth grade. And uh, where we all ultimately met, with, with the exception of me and my brother, was George Ellery Hale Junior High uh, in Woodland Hills. And so, like, you know, it's basically a white neighborhood. And I was bust in. And so, anyway, I mean, this kid is going on about Rush, who I'd never heard of. And, you know, and I'm going on about Funkadelic. And like, so. <laughs> He was like, he brought a Rush album to school and I brought a Funkadelic album to school and we traded for a bit of time and I became a Rush fan. That, 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 that's, 
That, it that's... was Permanent Waves. Um, what a great album. And that be that was a feeding frenzy with me, Kendall, Chris, and and uh Fish. Wow. Like we all, you know. I would love to hear you doing that bass at the beginning. And, and we, 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 I'll tell you what, the wild thing is like, it's a lot of funkadelic that at that point I never played. I actually, a lot of the music that I love the most, I did not sit up and learn. And that was, but, but permanent waves in its entirety, signals like moving pictures. Like we maybe not signals in its entirety, moving pictures in its entirety. Like we learn those songs, so you absolutely hear that in our music. That that, that that's that's incredible. So with the current music, with all we have is now. One of the things that I was struck by was how beautiful the instruments sound. I feel like Fat Mike produced it, correct? That, yes. Um, and I've been and I've been listening to you guys forever. I feel like the individuality of each musician, the personality, Chris on uh, Chris on keys, your bass, all, Angelo's horns, and 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 Walt's horns, um, plus the guitar. You know, the the guitar. Everything sounds so crisp, but it also, as a whole, it sounds. It's got that driving energy of Fishbone. I would love if you could give us a bit of an insight into into the production and and how you arrived at it. You know, Mike is super, like, from the gut, instinctual mover and shaker. And that's that's really, um, and, and his team, you know, like, they, like, and, you know, Fishbone, fortunately, we were trained well uh, by David Kahn to, like, to deliver in the studio, right? But... It is really, and and it is really like Mike, like he's so brutally honest and, and transparent. Like <laughs> if you don't know how to take it, it'll hurt your feelings. <laughs> but like, I appreciate it. And, uh, you know, he, he pushed us to perform in the right ways. And like, honestly, we like, you know, we did a lot of changing of, of of like, and it was his guidance that brought it to what it is. And he's a brilliant producer, that, you know, that, and I'm very happy with the results. That that that's awesome. I, I have had a chance to we've had a chance to preview the whole EP. And I don't just, even have a copy of that. Well, <laughs> Well, I'll say, I'll say. I kind of do, but I needed it. Like, I haven't gotten in one piece <laughs> from Mike. But it's it's just got, it's got all the personality of Fishbone. So we talk about the studio. The other thing that Fishbone is legendary for, and no one, I bring people to your shows. It's like people bring people to see like a phenomenon, you know? Um, there's nothing like a live Fishbone show. What is the what you have a showcase coming up it's march 17th at night right so it's kind of in the crossover between the 17th and 18th at the mohawk in austin um what can people expect from the current incarnation of fishbone live um well you know it'll expect like you look at me when you see this 
look at this man with all these fucking gray hairs and he's like all ragamuffined out and you know I'm like you you be you it's like y'all kids get out of my motherfucking yard grandpa Paul's coming with a backhand what fair enough in the form of in the form of bass licks uh, what's it like what's it like having I mean, I got to see uh, a few years ago before the pandemic, I got to see one of the shows with Dowd back in the band. Yeah. And I remember Angelo talking about in the documentary about how, you know, Dowd is his dance partner. And uh, I wonder what's that like? What's the stage experience now back with Angelo and Dowd, you know, in the same place? Yeah, man. Like, honestly, Walt, Angelo, and Chris have a chemistry. Angelo and Chris. It, Angelo described it right. Like they have a thing. It's part rivalry, part, you know, like, like, you know, dance partners in sync <laughs> thing. Like, you know, where they're, you know, they they is is it's a magic to what they do. And the three of them. When they when they when the when the when the show's really on fire and the, the three of them like they become like different people, and and uh, I'm I'm just I'm happy to I'm fortunate to be their bass player. You know? <laughs> oh man, they are they are a joy to watch. Few people make me laugh as hard as as Walt does at a show. In fact, we saw a show in Baltimore and and they coined it. He coined it "Dirty Baltimore." Right. Everybody who was at that show, that's what we call that show. <laughs> <Dirty Baltimore. laughs> yeah. Um, something I look I've always looked to fishbone for. Um, you know, you because I mean every style, but also every message. Like some songs are fun, some songs are hopeful, and some songs carry an incredibly intense message of social justice. And for me, since I'm a little kid, I always feel like I'm learning from you all. Um uh, what's it like being kind of like a teacher, a professor, a prophet to to an audience that is so diverse? You know, I I, I maybe I understand why people might look at us like that, and it is not like we're just one. Believe me, I'm I'm just emulating the motherfuckers that came before me. You know what I mean, like. Parliament Funkadelic Sly and the Family Stone, uh, The Clash, Joe Strummer, uh, Gil Scott Heron, The Last Poets, The Watts Prophets, you know, like, so I like we in that, you know, it's, it's you know, ambrush, right? Like there's, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and we talked about Jethro Tull posing a question. So, I'm like, the one thing that we always tried to do, and we maybe didn't do it always successful, is to not be preachy, right? And, and but that's at the base of our intention is, is, is like, don't follow me. Mm -hmm. We're posing possibilities to ponder, right? It's, it's not, we don't have the answers, I don't think, you know? And, and, and uh, you know, like Bob Dylan, right? Like, like, I think 
he, I, I think I read an interview where Bob Dylan might have said something like, you know, like music, music doesn't change the world like in a physical sense. But if you can, I'm I'm fucking up whatever he said. I don't really. Know. That's okay. Either way, <laughs> I mean, it was either way, you're making difficult a, to understand when he was saying. But that. either way, it sounds like you're making but, a beautiful but, point. But, but but to to if you can write something that can inspire those that actually take action, mm-hmm. right? Like you can be the soundtrack to the revolution. But you know, like. You know, Zelensky's a comedian that is like in the crossfires, right? So not mm-hmm. many artists actually take up arms and and fight the battle. And so I'm I'm like, you know, I got squabbles, but I ain't looking, you know, me on your front line, I, I ain't been there. You know what I mean? I done fought my own battles. You know, I, I have marched. I've done sit-ins. I support in ways you know but but there's there's people that really fucking get on the ground and do it huey p newton style angela davis motherfucker no man i'm not that i haven't done that you know and so so but those are people that inspire me right anyway i kind of went off on a tangent there. Oh, no it, it was uh... <laughs> It's a very thoughtful response. And and and, and, and and I think, and I'll just push it back to you and just say the humbleness with which you all have always handled these things and, and the playfulness even with your legendary F racism t-shirts of which I have like eight different colors. Right. <laughs> um, I, I think that's why people find you all so sincere and, and, and why even if you're reluctant about it, people really do look to you all. Um, okay. Our show, at its heart, the love language of our family is is movies. That's that's how this show started. We were when we were kids, we went to the movies every Friday night with our parents, all the way through college, and and now I do it with my kids. And Becky's kids are a little little, but you know, um, so we got to ask you a little bit about movies because I have a feeling, aside from having been in uh, Back at the Beach, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I have a feeling you all have some 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 strong movie feelings. So my first question, you um, is, if you could make one of the Fishbone records into a film, which one? I know my answer, but which one would you? Which one would you um, uh, make into a film? And then if you have like an idea of how you'd want to make it, like go for it. That is one of the best questions ever. <laughs> um, so, um, honestly, that like that could be a very long answer, but I like I could I could not answer that question and give you a good answer. I'm gonna just go straight to give a monkey a brain and they'll swear he's the center of the universe. Just because the title is so fucked up and like that, you're like, where would where would you would have to dig deep to make that movie? Right. So oh yeah. Like in like reality of my surroundings would lend itself to that very easily. Very cinematic, very yeah. cinematic album. And truth and soul, as you probably know, is based on. Putney Swope, 
Wow. Right? So that's, that's the name, you know the movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm guessing. So, you know, that's the name of the, uh, the, the uh, what they changed the name of the advertising firm to, right? Truth and Soul. And we put the quote in the, on the back from uh, uh, so the man has the truth in his pocket. Uh, and he'll, uh, I forget the quote now. <laughs> so, really, so really what you're saying is we need a fishbone cinematic universe. It sounds like it. There's because there's Because uh, my pitch, the one I immediately go to, because I remember the first time I heard it, it was in my buddy Dave Sharp. We, we're both loyal fishbone soldiers since we were little kids. Dave Sharp, we're driving in his Volvo, and he put it in the tape of Chim Chim's Badass Revenge. That also sounds like a great title for Which, well, <laughs> yeah. and, and I remember Dave telling me, he was like, Dave says to me, he goes, dude, I know you love Give a Monkey a Brain, but this is like the crazy sequel. This is the Empire Strikes Back to Give a Monkey a Brain Star Wars. Uh, uh, okay, so look. Yep. And <laughs> I, the, those titles emerged at the same time. Oh, wow. Right? A, again, this is like me and Kendall were talking and we was, we was deep into some, some conspiracy theory books and some, this is 1989, 90, 91 maybe, you know, it had to, maybe it was, yeah, maybe it's 91. Okay, I'm gonna give it that, maybe. And uh, maybe like, you know, we was digging, voraciously feeding on as much news and information as we could get. And there was an article somewhere that talked about uh, women being involuntarily uh, sterilized in like, Alabama, Louisiana, and you know things of that nature. And we were walking up a flight of stairs to rehearsal. Kendall, me and Kendall are having this conversation, and I said, "Give a monkey a brain, or and he'll swear he's the center of the universe, or Chim Chim's badass revenge." The same sentence, <laughs> right? And it's just a statement on like man well, playing God taking. Rendering women uh, unable to have children without their consent. Right? I mean, getting into women's bodies without their consent is yeah seems to be a yeah. habit of a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is terrible yeah, about give someone a brain and they think they can do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, so, Tim uh, Tim took Tim Tim took on a different characteristic at by that point but you know but yeah so anyway they worked those two work together well what the Tim Tim's badass revenge would be the sequel to the give a monkey a brain movie and and that's why I would want to make give a monkey a brain a movie is because you have to explore the god complex in man mm -hmm. right like we think we are you know, the end all be all and, you know, evolution be damned. 
you know, like we're staying right here right now. Like mm-hmm. we're as far like this is it. We can't, you know, although <laughs> I believe if you keep pumping, you know, toxins into the atmosphere and plastic into the waterways, like evolution is coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. Will, exactly. will we evolve to accommodate that one way or another? And the strongest will survive. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, you know, when you talk, you know, now that I'm now, now I'm bringing it all back to Aqualung here because now I'm, here's my pitch. Okay. Cause I, I saw the Chim Chim tour, which was incredible. Um, so first set, give a monkey a brain, second set, Aqualung, and then, you know, Encore, <laughs> dealer's choice. <laughs> That's that yeah, that's conceptual show. <laughs> yeah, now I mean that would be amazing. Um, okay, are we we want to be respectful of your time. I want to ask you one, two more questions, one quick one. Just I am a drummer. The the drummers of Fishbone mean the world to me. John Stewart back in the fold. What's it like? I, I believe Angelo has called him wet daddy many times at shows. Oh, yeah, that's you know, <laughs> I, is he it earned it? Okay, he's very sweaty. I've I've given him a hug before. Uh, he, so so he's incredible. I'd love yeah. to hear just what it's like having him back. Uh, you know what? I I so enjoy it. Me and John, our friendship, you know, goes back so far, long before he ever thought about being in Fishbone. Um, and we played a ton of music in different circumstances. Um, before he was ever in Fishbone. And the way that he grew and evolved as a drummer in sitting in Fish's seat was an incredible thing to watch. And, you know, as much as I love playing with my brother, you know, there's, there's nobody that would do it like Fish. If I got to do it with somebody else, it's got to be John. And that's why he's back, man, because he's, he honors the the legacy that Fish laid down. And you know what? Like, like that, like he is a fish bone. He's like, <laughs> it's a hundred percent. So yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Like we've, we've developed a level of communication as a rhythm section that that's like, you know, again, like, you know, Fish is my brother. There's the, the, the communication, unspoken communication. There's that telepathy of, and, and that we can all as, as, as musicians, as artists maybe develop a telepathy with our collaborators. In fact, the Chim Chim's Badass Revenge cover felt like that. Like Ronald Stozo, the artist who did it. Like, I know I babbled to him about what I wanted to see in an incoherent way. I I know anybody else would have been confused to high hell as to what to do. (laughs) That motherfucker turned around and was like, blah. I was like, what? I, I, my my small mo- claim to fame in the Fishbone universe is that I once drew a stop motion, a, a time lapse of myself copying the cover, and I tweeted it at you, and you retweeted it with Sozo, <laughs> and it was like that was my peak. 
Fish yeah. <laughs> um, but but some... yeah, there's the, the telepathy that me and John have, have cultivated is magical. So, yeah. Well, Norwood, we are so grateful mm -hmm. to spend this time with you. Mm -hmm. um, I want to make sure I hit all the key things. Yeah, uh, go for it. Fishbone. All, all we have is now is the new video from the upcoming record that sounds incredible. And then South by Southwest. I'm having shoulder surgery on the day that you're doing your show, so I can't be there. So I, I But I almost rescheduled my surgery so I could be at, at this show, but it wasn't an option. Uh, at the Mohawk, it, at, late at night on the 17th of March slash the 18th, right? It like crosses over between the yes, two. Yes, yes, yes. It's going to be epic. Everyone, uh, uh, I will be, I know I'll be talking this up to everyone I talk to here, but everyone listening to this, get yourself over there, see this legendary band. Um, uh, take us out, uh, take us out, uh, Norwood. No, no, I got a question for you. Oh, oh yeah, please. Well, I'll answer any questions. Okay, because movies are a part of the inner fishbone culture, right? Like, you know, we, 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 as kids, we used to roll together like to the movies, right? Like, and and you know that was a, that's that's a part of conversation is watching stuff on television. You talk about it the next day on the playground. You know, if somebody goes to see a movie, did you see? You talk about it on the playground. And 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 then and we got older, and then videos and collections on tour. Like you go, you, we rolled in tour buses, and you get in the front lounge, back lounge, like you know, <laughs> to watch movies together, right? Like actually, the decline of Western civilization, ah, masterpiece, uh, 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 and 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 uh, uh, dance craze, wow. have everything to do with. The double feature at the Fox Theater in in Venice, double feature was like profound impact on who we are as a band. And the harder we come with yeah. the movie Rockers, actually, at the same theater, profound impact on who who we are, right? But you know, you you hear the Kentucky Fried movie and party at Ground Zero. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, exactly. Like we're you know that's, but there's a, there's we you know we like like oh wait wait I just saw Cocaine Bear had to see it. Right? Oh, I want to see that. I actually I don't I actually don't do movies like I used to. Right, like it's. I saw a bad movie. It made me feel like I can't spend my time like that. My time is too important to like sit in a theater and watch something shitty. Do you want to warn, warn, warn people off of it? What movie? Uh, no, I'm not going to talk. Okay, about okay. that's it. You're, you're, that's it's cool. just, but, no, no. but my my. We like the, the love of movies anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My timeline, my time that I was like, ah, it, but. Okay, so, but I like Cocaine Bear. I enjoyed it. And I'm so glad I, I'm, I'm not a young man because if I was, if I was like 23 or younger, I'd want to go out and become that bear or something. It's, like, it's, bad. <laughs> it's bad, man. <laughs> it ain't, it ain't, being that bear look fun, you know. <laughs> well, that, 
That's amazing. You read the mind of my last question, which was, do you have a movie recommendation for the crowd? Right. It's but, but, no, no, no. So that's a long tirade to to the to this. When we were like, it was in the seventies. Sad to be seven. Maybe it was the early eighties. But there was a movie called Eyeball. Eyeball. It was the craziest horrible movie <laughs> black and white movie no no okay so it's not the trollenberg the one where it's just the big eye is the villain no this is an eyeball that that is takes people under its power make people pop it pop out take out somehow their own eye they pop it in and it, you know it's is a maniac killer in a red cape hood is killing off American tourists by gouging out their eyeballs. Is that it? No. Oh, okay. That's a different eyeball. <laughs> no, I think it's an Italian movie. Oh, wow. It okay. could be Spanish. I think it was Italian. It was overdubbed. And it was in the 70s, man. And I've been looking for it. I, I actually, I, I just, I just did uh 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 um you think you found it i think i found it starring martine brochard and john richardson directed by umberto lenzi that sounds like it it's called either um it's called labyrintho di vetro or eyeball in english I, I want to see that movie so bad. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna right. challenge accepted. I'm was, gonna I'm gonna find this for you. I'm gonna send it through your folks. Right on, and and then like Walt probably has this still. He, I think he said he didn't. This is just martial arts movies. We love some martial arts. Movies. Oh yeah, so well, it was just, the dragon it, too, right? It, it was fuck yeah. That's I mean pivotal. Got outside the movie theater, everybody thought they knew Kung Fu after, you know, like, <laughs> the and shit. But there's a movie called 17 Jade Earhearts. 17 Jade Earhearts. Now, I've been looking for that one. It was, it was like martial arts and demon possession. Ooh. All right. Like, it was two of my favorite subjects. It was like... I, I, that's one's going to be tougher to find, but I went through a deep... Uh, Shaw Brothers phase, like early '80s, late '70s Shaw Brothers phase, and uh, I got into I got into stuff like the Crippled Avengers, the Five Deadly Venoms. I don't know if you ever watched any of those guys, but uh, the Five Deadly Venoms sound familiar. Yeah. Yes, it's like great. you know, Master of Flying Guillotine, year after year was a thing, right? Right, like like it's like you know, but but yeah, there's some and okay, so. Now, have have you ever heard of a movie called uh, 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 The Bunny Gang? The, the Bunny Game or Gang? G-A-M-E. The Bunny Game. Oh, man. You're giving us all these no. amazing... These are like deep from, cuts from a few years ago? Know. From like yeah, this, 10 this, years ago? It's more recent, yes. Oh, wow. This looks intense. I don't I'm like in it. Horror. I do you're in it. You're in the movie. I played what? a rapist in that movie. What? Wow. Can't think of anything more often. Oh I couldn't but even I... hardly do the scene. Oh, like man. It was... <laughs> and you're, because you're so, like, having watched your, you know, there's, like, you're so funny and, like, 
kind of you know <laughs> playing uh, villain. It was it was I could I could I couldn't even like no. Well, if you could be in a movie nowadays, though, what 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 kind of movie would you want to be in? Like, like one, I I I don't think of myself as as a, a even decent actor. Like, <laughs> like we were we were in um um Idlewild, right? Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah uh, and, cast movie right? Yeah yeah, we were in Idlewild, and 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 Brian Barber, the director, was trying to. Give us love in the movie, and he did. And the Outcast, those guys showed us so much love. But like they're shooting this scene, everybody they shooting craps, and he, he tried to give me lines in the crap shooting scene. I don't shoot craps. I don't gamble. Fuck Las Vegas. I don't do that. You know what I mean? Like I not like, but so he's giving me like I could not, I could not deliver shooting craps lines like I was awkward and like <laughs> ah. yeah. but 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 there's a, there's a horror flick that that I just did a cameo in it's Ooh. a very tiny bit and uh I don't even know the title but <laughs> <laughs> I can't even give it away I wonder if it's just on his IMDb. I wonder if it's on your. No, it's not on your IMDb. But we're gonna keep an eye out for because we. I, I love. I watch a certain amount of horror. I like horror comedy a lot. When there's like a deeper comment, like it's a horror comedy, but there's also sort of a comment going on in society or the world overall. But I also watch just some grim stuff sometimes. So right. I gotta keep an eye out for that. I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if. I'm a daughter of lifeline. <laughs> okay. Phone a friend. Phone a friend. Uh, uh, what is the name of your movie? <laughs> <laughs> I was in it. <laughs> I am. Uh, and also, I want to be conscious of your time, sir. Like, we, we, yeah, yeah. we're having so much fun talking movies with you. Yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm cool for about it until I get that answer and then I gotta go. Okay, well that's that's cool. That's cool. So let's talk some more movies. So a question, my I have a fundamental question I ask people when I wanna know if like know something about them. I say, what is your favorite music moment in a movie? Like for me, it's in that thing you do when those kids hear their song for the first time on the radio, they're running around dancing, like that to me, like fills my heart like that's music in a movie but it could be anything a score a song a performance um that's like you know i named a couple music movies that that uh and and it had to be jimmy cliff in the harder they come and he's got the not don't with me. <laughs> that's what I like. That's one of my, that's what comes to mind. Like I could say when the specials take the stage and dance craze or the germs performance and decline, like the pivotal, but no, Jimmy Clip, don't fuck with me. <laughs> Wait, did you, did you say music moment? 
Yeah, a music moment. It, could be it had nothing to do with music. No, but it had <laughs> Jimmy Cliff in it. So that's okay. Awesome. And The Harder They Come is one of the greatest soundtracks of all time. Yeah. So to me, like, that's that's that's, that's that fine. But if there's a moment where specifically music speaks to you, you don't have to give one answer. You can Actually, you know what? Wait a minute. No. The, uh, 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 what's the movie that Questlove just dropped? The, the music movie. Oh, uh, the, the summer, summer. The summer. The summer or so. Wait a minute. Oh. I'm a back that ass up. Because <laughs> I just because I didn't see it in a movie theater, right? Doesn't mean like no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, okay. Your- so my mother was like, John, you gotta watch this movie. John, John <laughs> she kept telling me I gotta watch it. So one day I'm at her house and she sits my punk ass down and is like, like, no, watch this movie. So I'm like, I sit down and I'm watching this movie and my mind is blown. The whole movie, right? But when in the 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 uh, uh, Mahalia Jackson footage with with uh, Mavis Young Mavis Staples, amazing. Like I'm sitting there, my eyes are welling up. Like the whole movie, my eyes. I wanted to cry about different shit. I'm sitting there with my mother. She's she's on her bed behind me. I'm at the foot of the bed watching, and my eyes are welling up with fucking tears. And I'm trying to run to cry in front of my mother. That's beautiful. And they started into that shit, and I'm like, duh. It's so emotional. Oh. So emotional. I like to see so, so wow, that's amazing. Um, thank you so much. If your lifeline hasn't come in and you gotta go, don't worry about it. Yeah, uh, let me let's let's get let's uh my 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 friend is a who who who's in the movie and he's a producer in the movie. He's he's a he's a chiropractor as well. Okay. He's probably cracking somebody's skeleton okay. right now and can't just okay. text me back. Understandable. No, no problem. Well, we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts, Norwood, for all the music that and the love that Fishbone has spread in the world, and for the time that you spent with us and our family. And uh, we will see you in Baltimore on April twenty first. All right. Before that, people go down March twenty, Mar- March seventeenth, South by Southwest, seventeenth um, slash eighteenth at the Mohawk. And uh, all we have is now, which is streaming on YouTube. Uh, Thank you so much, Norwood Fisher. All right. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Chim Chim the movie one day. (laughs) Right? (laughs) (laughs) That'll be a Hellraiser. (laughs) All right. All right. Be well, sir. Thank Thank you so much. much. All right. Bye. Thank you for listening to Friday Night Movie, the sibling rivalry and pop culture podcast. Join the Friday Night Movie family by following at Fry Night Movie on all of the socials and visiting our website, FryNightMovie.com. Our theme song is by What Does It Eat? And make sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. <laughs>